Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We have the pleasure of sitting down with Deshaun Jackson today. And Deshaun, I want to start here. So you're obviously known for your speed, right? Yes, sir. When is the first time that you ever remember winning a race? Like, when did you know you were fast? <laughs> well, I, I think always growing up, when I was when I was young, I was always kind of one of the smallest players on, you know, every team I played on. Yeah. So, like, my the only thing I could really brag about was my speed because it was <laughs> like I wasn't, like, no big dude. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just from all the way back to, to Pop Warner, man, on every team I was, like, one of, the, one of the fastest on my teams all the time. So, I think maybe, like, around, like, nine years old, my, my older brother, Byron, he played in the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs for, like, couple years yeah and he was fast too but he was always he was but like 15 years older than me so i knew he was fast so i challenged him at a young age i was like nine i was like man i could beat you and he's like man you ain't gonna be able to you ain't gonna never be able to beat me so i like <laughs> raced him and he he says he won but i think i beat him but i was like nine years old and i, I got him so once i beat my older brother i'm like oh yeah that's when i already knew i was fast and you said how much older was he He's like 15 years old. So he was 24 yeah, he at was, this point, and yeah, you beat him was, as a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, I, I had a different type of speed at that age, but uh, so yeah, I, I was always a competitor though. Like it was just something about me that, you know, being one of the smallest dudes. Like everybody always tried to pick on me and you know mess with me. So it's just like something about me always was talking stuff. Like you know, I was a very big competitor. Right now, the last time I remember ever being fast mm -hmm. was probably in like kindergarten, first grade field day. You know, you remember field day <laughs> and you had the Relay races and all that. Yeah, you was always, he was always the first oh, pick. He must have taken For like sure. every ribbon at field day. <laughs> yeah, no, they used to grab me fast. Like if anything got to do with a relay or running, like yeah, I was I was coming off the board pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm kind of curious when you when you talk about like your your passing, you know, smaller guy, mm -hmm. but your speed is what separated you. Right. Like, did you did that? Was that something that you had to sort of like fight against that you would like? being a smaller player like you would always hear that draft talk or yeah. in the nfl or when you're in high school when you're getting recruited by colleges like mm -hmm. you had to kind of fight against that yeah. notion i think for for me it was it was one of them things where i knew what i was great at and you know i didn't run from it but that's not all all i wanted to be known for you know what i'm saying like Football, obviously, being fast, but it was like me being a wide receiver. Like, I didn't want people to say, oh, he's a one-trick pony world. That's all he could do was run fast, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I prided myself on, you know, running routes, running great routes, you know, being able to run every route, not just the deep routes, you know, the shallow routes, the intermediate routes, you know, and just checking every box off the list, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it was just taking pride at being more than a speed guy, and I, I took emphasis and, you know, I, I practice at everything, the extra work that people don't see or didn't know about, you know what I'm saying? Because they're like, oh, how are you so good? But it's like, you know, I kind of work in silence. I don't really like a lot of people knowing what I'm doing or how I'm working or when I'm working. It's just like pop out and you see the finished product. Well, we saw you pop out with a big play against Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For sure. And, yeah, you hit the, uh, tw your speed was the third fastest time in the NFL this year, 21.72 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. I think that like, you know, when you get when you get signed and, and you're at this stage of your career, the question is like, is he does he still got it? Right. Did it feel good to show everybody, yeah, I still got that speed? If for me, I, I like I said, I'm I'm confident in myself. I know what I'm capable of doing. So uh, you know, it's it's insurance, I guess, to the world, but if, you know, I'm thirty six, just turned thirty six, just had a birthday. So uh Happy you know, birthday. I feel, yeah, appreciate it, man. I feel, I feel great, man. Uh playing this game at a high level, obviously. You know, I'm not gonna be out there as you know as much as I would if I was younger because you know just the the rep the rep counts and you know they want me as fresh as possible. But you know, I I see people like man, why are you not out there more? It's just like you know, it's whatever my role is, whatever I'm called to do, that's what I'm here for. And uh, you know, I'm happy to be on, on a team like like the Ravens. Um, 
you know, got a lot of talent, a lot of upside, and we're just taking a one one game at a time, one day at a time, and just preparing ourselves to, you know, hopefully be one of the last standing teams. Do you still do speed training, or is it like, you <laughs> know what, season. this is God-given and it ain't ever <laughs> uh, No, I, I do. In the off-season, like I say, I, I definitely, uh, you know, work very hard on the track um, throughout my whole career, honestly, because, you know, I, I knew – like it ain't like I'm gonna be a weightlifter or a bodybuilder, so it's like at the end of the day I'm a speed guy. So it's like if I stay fast, I know I can play this game for a long time. Right. So um, just off season, kind of staying on the track, staying with my track coach, um, being able to you know just be dedicated. You know, playing playing a, a sport in the highest sport at the highest level. Yeah, dedication, man, and consistency is the two biggest things. You know, and putting in the hard work. You can't. You know, just think you're going to wake up one day and just be the same player if you're not putting in the work. So I just pride myself on putting the work in, man. And, you know, like you say, when I get out on the field, you know, these young dudes like, man, how are you able to still run so fast? And it's, a lot of these dudes I'm playing against was really like in middle school when I first <laughs> came out. Like all the plays when I was back in Philly with Michael Vick and all that stuff. Right. Like, they always like, man, applaud me about that. And it's like. I appreciate it, but right now we in the game. Like I, I'm worried. I'm worried about beating you right now. Like I, we'll, we'll talk about that after the game. <laughs> that is so funny during the game. They're talking yeah, about that, man. For sure. Yeah, I get. I get some crazy. Um, you know, stories about a lot of these young dudes. But it's like it, it's definitely respectful and appreciated. But can't take can't take that during the game. You gotta wait for after the game. Not about that. Do you do you look at them during the game? You're like, you keep talking about this and talk about who I was and all this yeah. stuff. I'm about to cook you. For sure. Yeah. You got. You gotta have that mentality because I mean. I know they're out there and, you know, they're younger, so I feel like they like, man, I can't let this old dude beat me. But at the end of the day, I look at this experience, man, you know, just, just still being able to, you know, play this game at a high level and just taking pride at it. Um, you know, I'm having fun with it, man. That's why I'm back here and, you know, doing it at year 15. Is it um, is it weird when you hear guys talking about, like, I watched you in middle school? Like, current players, too. Like, like when you join this team and yeah. you go into that receiver room, like, you know, Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay, like, mm -hmm. they're, like, in middle school and elementary yeah, school, like, but sure. you're making the plays that you you were making. Like, right. is it is it – what is that feeling like when well, you step Pat, into that room? Well, Pat Sertain, right, who, mm -hmm. for the Broncos, his dad played in the league. Did yeah, you ever go I, up against his I, dad? I, I, that's why we was just having that conversation. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, uh, Pat Sertain, I think he was in the league probably like my first year or first two years in the league. So I think I did cross paths him. <laughs> That's awesome. But another story that was crazy was uh, Asante Samuel. I played with him in Philly, and I played against his son too. So it's like playing with a yeah. dude's dad and then playing with their son, you know, it's, it's just like it's you know, revolutional. So for me, um, you know, I, I, I enjoy it, but it just, it just shows me my accomplishments and, you know, how far I've came and how I'm able to still play at this level because, uh, you know, not one time I'm sitting there – thinking about something and not living in the moment. Like, I can't think about 08 or 2012 or 2015. Like, I got to live in the moment of right now that's 2022 because if not, and I'm thinking about the old days, I'm, something, something might be missed or something might happen. So it's like I got to stay in the moment and just stay on my grind and just keep playing at a high level. I'm, I'm curious because, uh, you know, I have, I have a nephew who plays football, and, and he's, he's pretty good now. He's going to make his <laughs> way. But, you know, he doesn't have the speed of you, you right. know, that you have, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, what advice do you have for kids who want to make big plays mm -hmm. but aren't, as gifted as you are in the speed department, is it a mentality thing? What is it? Yeah, no, I would really just say just just work at it, man. It, everything that I've been able to be blessed at, like the blessing or, you know, to be able to say it's God-given, like that's good and that's great and all, but you still got to put in the work. So 
I mean, even things that I'm not good at, I'm going to figure out a way to be great at it. Like, it's a lot of things that I, you know, have fun doing now, like playing golf or fishing or, you know, just doing things that I probably would never was never good at. And it's like I mastered it because I keep doing it over and over and over. And it's like now, okay, I can be pretty – I ain't going to say I'm great in golf, but <laughs> I can be pretty good in the fishing. I, I kind of, you know, took a, took a liking for fishing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at that now too. So it's just like things that – you know, may not come easy or something you didn't, you know, do growing up. Just work hard at it. And if you work hard at it, put the work in, you could be great in anything. So you signed here in mid-October mm-hmm. to the practice squad. Talk me through that. Were you talking with any teams prior to coming here? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when we signed you, it's kind of like, oh, he's still out there. Like, yeah. I, what, what, like what was going on behind <laughs> the scenes there? Did you think about signing in anywhere else? Why'd you wait till then to sign? Yeah, well, I, I had a few uh, teams that, you know, obviously was interested. Um, you know, last year, January, I, you know, finished my season in Las Vegas, played with the Raiders, and we, we uh, went to the first round of the playoffs and lost to uh, Cincy. And after that, I kind of just took time off and just was – like not really worried about, you know, the next steps. It was like, you know, my agent was hitting me up and say, you know, I had teams interested. But, you know, obviously the age always plays a factor when you're 35 and, you know, all the teams like, man, he's older. Like, can he still play? Can he still do it? So for me, um, it just, it didn't, no offers really interested me. So I just kind of just focused on, you know, my kids, you know, myself took time to myself and, um, you know, just really enjoyed finally some, some family time and just, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do because in the past, like, once the season's over, you know, I get right back to it. I'm signed to a team. I got OTAs, you know, off-season workouts, training camps. So this year was my first time in, like, really, like, 15, 16 years if you add college into it where I was able to just not do nothing. And I kind of, like, fell in love with it. (laughs) It was like a feeling like, man, this is what it feels like. So I kind of got a taste of retirement. And uh, I don't know, man, kind of out of nowhere, some sparked. Like, it was, like, the first few weeks I'm sitting at home watching – you know, football on Sundays, and I'm like, man, I can still play. Like, I knew, like, I can still go out there and play. So, uh, interesting story, you know, the, the Ravens was talking to my agent, you know, and during training camp, and they wanted me to come out and, you know, meet with Harbaugh because, you know, Harb's got a thing where, like, you know, he wants to meet with the players and, you know, especially, like, free agents or somebody he doesn't know. And I'm like, me, I'm like, man, what what does he need to meet with me for? It's like, oh, I'm a vet player. Like, he he knows what I've done over my career. So that was kind of me being a little, like, cocky a little bit. But I'm like, man, I didn't really want to come because I'm like, he knows about me. He knows what type of player I am. So I kind of sat around and chilled and then, out of nowhere, man, they uh, reached back out and was like, yeah, we have interest. Um, you know, if he comes out for a workout and he looks good, we, we're interested in signing him. So I'm like, at that point, I had like Andy Reid, you know, who was my coach at Philly. Me and him was talking back and forth. Uh, I was talking to the Steelers. There was a few teams I was talking to, but it was just something about, you know, Lamar, man. I had, had my eyes on him for the past few years because – I always look back at my younger days when I played with Vic, and it's like something about Lamar. Like I'm like they're very similar. I'm like, man, it would be crazy to be able to play with Vic and Lamar, the new era of a Michael Vic. Right. So, you know, just the past few years talking to to, to Lamar and like kind of keeping in contact with him. I'm like, man, tell your coaches to bring me in. Like you know, like man, tell the folks to bring me in. It's crazy how it worked out. I'm here now. That's crazy. So you guys had formed a relationship i'm guessing over social yeah, media over social media takes here and there and then i've seen him in a few super bowl events and just kind of like just respected each other obviously he's a big michael vick fan and obviously me too so and vice versa i'm a big fan of his too so it's like man it's just crazy how everything worked out i think it's interesting that you say like lamar was the factor that it sounds to me like lamar was the factor yeah, he but- was man i ain't gonna lie because <laughs> he's a special dude man his game man and just 
how he's able to play this game, man, it's, it's very interesting. Man. So now that you've been here for more than a month, you know, how does he compare to Michael Vick? Man, honestly, a lot of people ask that. And I, the thing I say is Michael Vick, he never really had plays designed for him to run. It was more like plays breaking down and, like, he's scrambling and making things happen. Right. This offense is more designed for Lamar to kind of have gaps and to run and be in open space like that. But I think, like, Michael Vick's more straight line fast. I think um, Lamar is, like, more, you know, instincts and, like, a cat. Like, And, and he doesn't take his. Right. Vick, you, we used to get so mad at Vick because he used <laughs> to take his and he didn't know how to slide. But for some reason, Lamar, like, he he dodges his. And, like, you would think he's about to get smacked and he kind of just, like, falls down and, like, not get hit. So I think, you know, he, he they, they definitely have a lot of similarities, but just more of a, you know, that cat instincts. Like, he's he's different, right. dog. He's so, different. so we'll put you on the spot. Who is the better runner, <laughs> Vic or Lamar? Oh, man. I, I think times times has changed now, man. Um if 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 I had to choose right now, it's tough. I love Vic, man. I love Lamar, but I think I think I would take Lamar, man. Oh, all right, there we I'll go. He's sitting here on the I, Ravens couch. He has to take Lamar. Right well, now. I think Michael. Nah, Vick, I think Vic even no, conceded when he broke his record. He was like, "I'm realistic though, because like I say, not that if you was to ask who's faster, I would right. probably say Vic's faster. Yeah, right. Like the the, Tracks, the like, young Vic, yeah, and back in the day when you know he was running crazy, but just. Like right now, yeah, I think I think Lamar is a better runner right now. The stats bared out too. Yeah. Like he broke his record. He broke it. So I mean, shit is fair to say, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So for you, one thing that struck me when you got here is like, and you know, you signed to the practice squad, mm-hmm. and you like some guys would say, "I'm not going to sign to the practice squad with yeah. your credentials," but you right. you did that. Mm-hmm. And then like when you weren't playing, you were like one of the most active guys on the sideline. You're running up and down the field. You're celebrating with teammates. Right. And to me, it, it felt like that like you earned respect. I think that way. That's how it, it seemed to me. Like mm-hmm. you you made yourself like part of the team, one of the guys. Right. Was that like a, a conscious thing that you did when you got here? Yeah, I, I took pride in that. Um, Coming in, like you say, the idea situation w- wouldn't have been for me to sign on a practice squad and, you know, be on a practice squad for what, the, the past month, you know. So, um, you know, you kind of almost had to put the pride to the side, you know, be a guy that's an older veteran guy that's played a lot in this league, that had a lot of success, you know, ha- has a lot of records. Uh, for me, it was just really like, you know, wh- what do I want my resume to look like on my way out? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I have a chance to, to – to write the end of the story and what is it going to look like? Because last year, you know, I don't feel like that was my end, you know, walking away from the game and not really being on my terms. So coming here now is like, you know, I just wanted to put my best foot forward, um, show people, you know, h- how desired I am into winning and to being a mentor and to be a, a guy that's a, a true veteran and teaching these young guys and show them the right way to do it. Because when I was young, you know, I didn't do everything right. You know, I had to learn the hard way on a, on a lot of things. But uh, now being a a more bright guy and kind of understanding the business and how it works with the front office, the GMs, the owners. You know, it's it's like I can really tell these young guys like what to expect for, you know, what to what to look after. And um, you know, the best thing is just putting your best foot forward. Every day you come to work, you know, putting on your hard hat and your boots and just coming to work and you know, leaving everything else for us, you know, for what it's for. You know, you are you you work for what you deserve and if you work for it, you could get a lot of things out this game. 
Now, last year you started out with the Rams and then midseason went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, with, with it's bittersweet. Ver- <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. I, I was just curious, like, how you kind of look back on that, and did that even fuel more of that, you know what, man, I want to go out a Super Bowl champion this yeah. year? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, to be on a team like that last year, uh, you know, throughout training, well, going back to the to offseason, you know, OTAs, um, training camp, and playing eight games, you know, midway through the season, and just kind of seeing what – you know the the relationship we built, camaraderie with the team and the players. I mean, it's it's it was, it's a special thing. You know, unfortunate mm-hmm. that you know things didn't really work out, and I had to leave and go to you know Las Vegas. But uh, th- that desire for me, man, is the only thing I'm really missing. You know, is the Super Bowl, and it's like I've I've had I played in some big games, had some big moments, big plays. You know, sure. but obviously that Super Bowl is something that I feel like I'm deserving of. So. Uh, you know, if it's meant and it happens, you know, hopefully that's this year. But like I say, the, the Ravens has always been a team that I respected. You know, the way they go about their business, the way they play, their toughness. And, uh, you know, I think this is a special place here. And I'm, I've heard a lot of good things about this place before I've got here, too. Yeah. i got a lot of people that's played here, coached here. And, uh, you know, everything is I've always heard was this is a, a place that I wanted to be. So, uh, you know, listening to them and taking – what they said, their advice, and now I'm here. It's like I get what they're saying now, so yeah. I'm, I'm happy and excited about it. But we we got a lot of work to do, man. We ain't we not done, and uh, hopefully we can accomplish those goals. Now you mentioned, I, I think, a little bit earlier that the Steelers were one of the teams that were yeah. interested in you. Yeah, they now, were, they now. Were. so now I got yeah, I got an edge <laughs> to really get after them because you know I, they probably promised. Yeah, I wouldn't say they promised and stuff, but. You know, Mike Tomlin, we, we had a few talks. He's like, yeah, I'm going to bring you in. Never have it. So now it's like, all right, now y'all missed out. Now so y'all on the other side. So now <laughs> got some extra motivation. <laughs> you got some extra cooking to do. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Do you expect that that's going to, you know, you've been part of some big-time rivalries, you know, mm-hmm. obviously Philly, Dallas, yeah. you know, Washington, Dallas. For sure. Uh, you know, what what do you feel like this Ravens-Steelers rivalry is going to feel like? Man, honestly, I'm excited about it. I've been hearing a lot about it. Um, you know, I, I know they're – what, 4-0 in the past four games right. versus So, you know, hopefully we can rewrite that right. <laughs> that streak. And, uh, man, I, I'm definitely excited. I, I grew up a Stiller fan a little bit. You know, my, my, really? my, right. yeah, my, fam- my, my family we'll is you. my family is from Pittsburgh, okay. you know, Pennsylvania. Growing up, my mom and dad moved to California, um, like, you know, late 70s, early 80s. And I was born in Cali, and they ended up raising me in Cali. But, yeah, I have a lot of family that's from Pittsburgh, so – um, you know, rest in peace, my dad. I lost him in 09, but my first game actually when I was in Philly, we played uh the Pittsburgh Steelers for the preseason game. My dad had the Eagle Jackson jersey on, but he had his terrible towel. So <laughs> I was just telling my brother this morning, I said, I know my dad gonna have a terrible towel, but he gonna have that Ravens 15 jersey. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's great. Sure. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So uh, Lamar Jackson obviously got hurt. Snoop comes in, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys get the win. You know, mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday, obviously you want Lamar Jackson on the field, as mm-hmm. we've been talking about. But yeah. how much confidence do you have in Snoop and the way he was able to kind of have command of the huddle? And if he has to be the guy for a few games here, that, yeah. that you're confident he can do the job. I mean, you know, the NFL is a, this is this is a tough sport, man. And, you know, sometimes unfortunate, you know, the guys go down, and it's it's almost the next man up mentality, and that's what you have to have. That's the the memory you have to have a short memory and uh you know in that moment we're all professionals we get paid to be a professional so when when one guy goes down the next man has to step up and uh you know Snoop did a great job of coming in being prepared um one thing I can say about him he's he's in tune with the playbook you know 
as you can see, I don't even think it, we, we missed a beat, not saying that we wouldn't love to, Lamar to be out there. But as far as the play calling, they didn't shift the play calling around. They, we, we called the same plays that was in for Lamar um, when Snoop came in there. So that just shows you the confidence they have in him. And, uh, you know, he's able to, to, to carry that work that workload. And uh, we're excited about it. Um, you know, he's going to be out there. And, you know, at the end of the day, Lamar, he, he got to get right, got to get his knee right. And, you know, when it's when it's his time to get back out there, we'll, we'll be happy about that. But right now, we got we got a role we deal with, man. These are the cars is deal right now, so yeah. we're excited about it. Now, one thing I kind of like to see: big time game in Pittsburgh, yeah, rival game. Sure. One thing I kind of like to see is a little throwback to Sean Punt return touchdown. <laughs> Sean Punt return. <laughs> do you do you well, miss it at all? I do, man. But uh, you know, man, for some reason, man, they just they don't really want me back there too much no more. <laughs> unless unless it's like a one of them end games where it's a tie game, where we might be down, need a big play. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, Chris, Chris is. You know, I actually played against Chris at UCLA. Man, he was he was actually on on the Bruins when we played against oh, each other, funny. and I got a few punt returns on them. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, give him a, I give him a hard time about it. But yeah, man, we'll see if the moment uh, arises, and you know, it's one of the moments I'm definitely uh, intrigued about going back there. That's funny. So you play with uh, guys. This is how you know you've been. Man, you've been know, man. You you know play with the coach yeah, and uh, play with the kids of some of the guys. You know, of parents you play with. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, just for for you at, at this point like do you like you come in it seems like you feel comfortable say like kind of saying to a coach hey like mm -hmm. i'm ready put me back there punt return yeah, um sure. like you know give me a shot here like take mm -hmm. take that deep shot like that seems like at this point of your career like when you have your credentials that you feel comfortable like yeah let I, them know. I think it's, it's just more of like you said the credentials and the relationship you have with, with a coach um you build a rapport with them um but for me you know, everything I'm going to talk about, I'm going to be able to back it up. You know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, if I'm feeling the way in the game or I tip my coach, you know, this this defender is guarding me this way. Like, let's try to go deep. Or he's playing back. Let's, you know, run it underneath for all. Like, I feel like my game and my acknowledgement of the game is just at a different level. So I'm able to see things different, um, you know, being the guy that's played so long in this league. So, uh, you know, having the relationships with coaches like that to be able to come tell them certain things, you know, that's key because – it's big having having that that that's that view on the game and uh -huh. to be able to implement it where it's like you might be able to tell them something that can help out with the in game situation. Was the big play against Jacksonville one that you like called out or was that and just I was the play? Been, I was been trying to get that play called. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened to be at that time. But uh like I say, man, it's you know, I'm here to do a job and to do it at a high level and anytime you know, when the plays is called, if it's anything to do with number 15, I'm going I'm to be there and arrive to the occasion. Well, you, you had a, your highest snap count of the season this past game. I think you played yeah. like, what was it? Like 27 yeah. plays. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I thought you almost had Sertain on that that double yeah. move that you gave him. Yeah, me, I was like, ooh! That's, that's just Snoop. See, Snoop, you know, that's we've just started playing together. So, you know, we talked about that when we seen it. He was like, man, I could have waited a little longer to throw it, you know, but he kind of had pressure and he had to get it up a little yeah. bit. But, you know, just like little plays like that or like other plays, you know, throughout the game. I mean, so many things happen throughout the game and it's hard to make everyone perfect. So, uh, yeah. you know, just playing with a guy and him being able to see like, oh, all right, next time I know if I throw it like this or I do it like that, like it will be a different, you know, right. result. Oh, oh well, there's going to be more big plays. <laughs> <That's> for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So my, my last question for you just is, you know, you kind of mentioned you got to take to retirement this offseason mm -hmm. you know what is next for you do, do you are you playing this season saying you know what this is it you know yeah. or is it who knows yeah i think um right now man i i'm enjoying this 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 ride right now and uh you know this offseason i'll look i'll look back and reevaluate and just really see um what's next in store but I, I still feel like i have more football left in me i don't think 
this year will be the last year of me playing. So uh, with that saying, if I can hit anything, I would love to be back here next year and playing playing the year. And uh, you know, after that, I mean, you know, I don't I don't really know about the coaching side of it, but I definitely would want to do something front office, maybe scouting or oh, cool. you know, maybe doing something on like a high school level or some broadcasting. But uh, you know, I, I love helping people. I want to be able to get back to to these young kids growing up and you know, want to push to get into the NFL and just really give them the information. I think the information of, of knowing what to expect is huge, man. You can't miscount of, you know, how, how to be be that guy, you know, just depending on your role. You know, right. some people might be stars, some people might, might not be stars. So, I mean, it's a role for everybody. So just encouraging kids to kind of just go after their dreams and whatever it is they believe in is possible. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, it's been fun sitting down with you, getting to know you a little bit. So thank you so much, and look forward to seeing some more of those big plays. Sure, man. Yeah, right. block. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Rashawn. Great stuff from Rashawn. Enjoy the conversation. Just an interesting guy. It was yeah. good to get to know him a little bit, and I, I, I like kind of hearing about his backstory, the process, and all that. Uh, before we continue with the conversation, we want our listeners to know that the sports landscape is always changing, and this week is no different. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, and it still has daily fantasy contests running for those who are looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Every player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players, and then you try to stay under that salary cap as you sit back and watch your points pile up. Now you know how to play. Download the DraftKings app today. Sign up using the code FLOCK. New users get a free entry with their first deposit. Again, the code is FLOCK, and you can sign up today at DraftKings. Yeah. So what was your biggest takeaway after talking with Deshaun? He's about to to roast the Steelers. Ooh, yeah, a little motivation, a little extra motivation game, revenge <laughs> no. game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just thought it was a, a really good conversation. He's just a real dude and, like, you know, obviously, like, very comfortable with who he is at this point of his life and what he's done and what he's accomplished and, and what he still wants to accomplish, you know, and so... I just thought it was a really interesting conversation. One thing that I found out in the research that uh, it just didn't work its way into the interview. Did you know that he was actually also a really good baseball player growing up? I did not know that. Yeah. So uh, apparently the Tampa Bay Rays considered drafting him in the first round back in the 2005 MLB draft. He was like a a very good center fielder in high school out in California. He was kind of like a Kyler Murray. You know, kind of, yeah. Like he 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 wanted to play both sports, baseball and football. But uh, the baseball teams who were scouting him, the Phillies were also really active in scouting him and were considering drafting him. And but they said, "We'll do it if you quit football." And mm. he was like, "Nah." And uh, yeah, kind of interesting. Like he was like a three hundred hitter who stole a ton of bases, as you I might expect. imagine. Yeah. Exactly, to a like, player. It sounds like yeah. Like people teams were just blown away by his speed. And uh, but he he wanted to play football. Well, the football thing has worked out pretty well for him. Yeah, I think that was the right decision. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's gone okay. <laughs> you no, know, it's it's when you have a guy. You know, the Ravens have had a few guys uh, in this mold. You know, since over the past couple of years. You know, Des Bryant is an example. You know, a guy with a with a track record and a big name and right. and uh, Deshaun Jackson's kind of similar in that I think the the Ravens are getting more out of Deshaun um, than they got out of Des that year. Yeah, um, for sure. But, you know, I think it, it kind of is similar. And, like, it's just interesting when these guys come in, like, the experience that they have. And, like, yeah. they've been – he's been front and center for a long time. Um, and now he's, like, kind of takes a back seat, you know, on this team. Got to work his way onto the team. Talks about the practice squad. You know, that's a hit to the pride. Got to <laughs> put that to the side. Um, but I think that he's really just kind of worked himself 
into this team well, you know, both mm-hmm. from a locker room standpoint and from an actual on-field production standpoint. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's just more to come from him. I mean, he's going to be a big part uh, of this offense and, and trying to kind of turn things around offensively here down the stretch. And really the big difference between he and, and somebody like Dez is like his speed, right? Yeah. He has an attribute that has not aged you know that does not, has not taken a hit by age, like, mm-hmm. and and he can kind of always rely on that to make you know a big play to have a big play, and so uh, as we saw in the Jacksonville game, and as I'm sure we'll see more of, like, he's going to hit some of this. Well, look, I mean, I think that like the the thought process here is like if you can get four plays like that, you know, well that right that could have won the game. That could have won the game. Like like you sign a, if you sign up if any player that you have on the team, if you point to that player and be like, he won us. Three games this year. That's a big addition. Yeah. That's that's huge. Yeah. That's a huge addition. And like, of course, e- even if the Ravens had beaten the Jags, there was a lot of smaller plays that go into that and whatnot. But if they hadn't gotten that play from Deshaun, they wouldn't have been as close as they were to winning that game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so I th- like, if they had won that, you would have been like Deshaun. That signing just won the game. Yep. Yep. Totally. And that's a big deal. Yeah, and also just um, we didn't ask him about this, but he is officially on the active roster now. He was yeah. pulled off the practice squad. The way the practice squad works, you get three elevations. He used them up. Now you, he's obviously the Ravens want to keep him. He's right. on the active roster now. Yep. Um, so we're not going to have to deal with any Saturday activations. I'm wondering if he's going to be activated on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be an important piece down the stretch. I mean, like he said, I mean he's not playing 60 snaps a game. Yeah. But the 15, 20 snaps that he plays can be really impactful, and you know the Ravens need playmakers. On offense, and yep. I think he's going to be an important one down the stretch. Yep, totally agree. So, uh, big game against the Steelers. Steelers week. Yep. The but this is a this is a game. This is a chalk it up win for you. You've been talking for years about how this is Steelers are nothing anymore, right? That's right. Uh, <laughs> stick to my guns. No, I mean obviously the calculus changes without Lamar on the field. Yeah. Uh, as much confidence as I have in Snoop. Yeah. Lamar is Lamar. Right, and so I think the Ravens' offense, which was already scuffling a little bit, yep. you know, is a little bit more limited in its, you know, with Lamar out there. Even if like, what Lamar can just have Lamar magic at any time, right? Like I think I felt like even going into last week, yeah, the offense wasn't playing particularly well, but like at any time Lamar can heat up, and thus the offense will just can like take off, right? And um, you know, I never really felt like okay, it was going to look like the Chiefs offense or the Dolphins offense or the Bills offense or whatever. But like you just I just always felt like it, it could it could really heat up. Well, I mean, you, you did see that in a few games like you. Uh, the first half of Tampa was ugly. And then right. the second half, it's like, all right, now great. the offense is humming. Right. You know, Jacksonville, the offense struggled for most of the game. And then all of a sudden it ends up kind of turning it on late. And I mean, the game ends up being 28, 27 in that game. Yeah. Um, and so they, you know, they made some plays late. So like. I, I'm with you. Like, there's there's evidence of that that it was like, it's right. gonna turn. It's gonna turn. It's right. gonna turn. And now now I feel like you know until Lamar's back on the field, it's a little bit more of a dink and dunk, grind it out kind of offense, right? And and you hope to get a couple big plays from Deshaun and uh, or other guys, but like that's just what it's gonna be, right? And I think the Ravens need to execute well in those under those conditions, right? They need to I think run the ball better which will put them in more manageable down-and-distance situations. They haven't been running the ball at the same clip as they were early and called yeah. runs with the running backs. Uh, hasn't been quite as effective as it was earlier. Now, 
teams are devoting a lot of resources to stopping that. There's a bunch of Ronnie Stanley hasn't been on the field for the past two and a half games. We probably shouldn't forget about that. Mm -hmm. That's a factor. Um, you know, once JK gets on the field, whether that be this week or, or soon, uh, that'll, I think, make a difference too. But, you know, they need to, I think, run the ball better. Tyler needs to continue to play efficient ball, complete a lot of passes, not turn the ball over, which was a little bit of a bugaboo for him at the tail end of last season when he yeah. stepped in for Lamar. Yep. Um, but he gets the ball out of his hands fast, makes you know quick reads, gets the ball out, and he kind of keeps the offense on track a little bit. But you know we saw a lot of short passes try to get some yak in this past game against Denver. You know you'd like to not be in so many third down situations, right? Like the Ravens were constantly in third and three, third and four, right? Which is fine, but you're not going to hit all of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, you to be able to sprinkle in a few 10-yard gains on first and 10, that makes a big difference and helps you move down the field more efficiently. Look, I, I think it'll be challenging to do that this week against the Steelers because when you get into, when you're trying to hit the big play, you need time. Yeah. TJ Watt coming around the edge yeah. is makes that very difficult. That limits it, the time. Yep. And then the pass rush was the issue. I mean, they, the Broncos were Yeah, they were turning up the heat. Got, yeah, they got a lot of a, a lot of pressure. They were turning up the heat and then the other thing too is they've got a really good safety in Mika Fitzpatrick, For you sure. know, who, you know, missed some time earlier this year, but he's back. So their defense is good. The Steelers defense is good. Yeah. And I think it's going to be kind of a slog a little bit, which is often the case. I think you have to be able to run the ball against the Steelers. I think you do too, but that's not easy either with Cam Hayward right there in the middle of their defense. They've been a little susceptible on the ground. I know you, and you're always scared of the Steelers. Like, you're always scared, okay? Yeah, and it's been four straight, okay? And every year you say, every game, you say with the Steelers, this is an easy win. Easy win here. Easy win here. I never say that. And now... You know, I think it's going to be a challenge. I think is I think it's going to be kind of a a grinded out AFC North yes. December North is it December oh, football sure. kind of game. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's going to be I think really the Ravens the rest of the way. Let's be honest. The defense is the strength of this team right now. Mm -hmm. it, it's been constructed that way. The midseason trade was for Roquan. It wasn't yep. for a wide receiver that a lot of fans were were clamoring for. Mm -hmm. The Ravens have pushed the chips in on their defense and said that's going to be kind of our calling card this year. That's going to be the strength, and we're going to rely on Lamar on the offense. Well, now Lamar's hurt, right? And so, like, you're even more handicapped on offense. And so the defense is going to have to carry the, the load. And you know what? They don't have Big Ben out there either. Yeah. I, I like the Ravens' defense going against rookie quarterbacks. I just do. Big Ben kind of had this... He could be the Ravens' kryptonite at times. Like he just, he, you couldn't kill the guy, right? <laughs> I mean, as many times you plunge the 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 uh, stake in his heart, you know, he just kept rising from the dead, and so he's done. <laughs> Ben's done. Yeah. And I will be excited to see what this Ravens' defense does. It get Marcus Williams back on the field, you know, uh, with this pass rush the way it's playing right now. Do they get after Kenny Pickett a little bit, force some turnovers, and and how do they play against him? That's going to be, I think, how they win the game. Yeah, I think I think the turnovers. This probably you could say this every week, but I, I do think there's this could be a a game where the turnovers decide it. I, you know, Snoop had the the pick last week, and you mentioned that the interceptions were kind of an issue for him down the stretch last year. Yeah, I think that he's going to play efficiently, but you need to avoid the one critical turnover that puts you in a really bad spot. Totally. And so let's say he avoids those, and this. We all, I, I agree that I think yards and points are probably going to be tough to come by both ways. Yep. Uh, but if all of a sudden this defense... Can, can Marcus Peters... Is this the Marcus Peters pick? Is it Ooh. the pick six? It's been a little while since we've seen a Marcus the Peters pick man. six. Is this the week that we see it? 
I I wouldn't bet against that. I would not bet I against like that, that at all. That'd I would great. like that very much. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do think I do think that turnovers are going to be a big factor in this game. Protecting the football, that's just what it is. AFC North in a grinded out kind of game. Oftentimes, I mean, the Ravens lost a turnover battle against the Broncos. Like there are all these stats that say the Ravens should have lost that game and they ended up pulling it out. Yeah. Um, I think that if you lose the turnover battle to the Steelers, it's going to be really hard on the road when that place is rocking and all that. I think we could probably guess it's going to be a close game. 22 of the last 28 games between these two teams have been decided by one score. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Right. It, one score decides basically every Ravens-Steelers game, no matter where it is, when it is, who the quarterback is, all that well, stuff. Well, it's felt like that's the every Ravens game for the past two years. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Since 2019, every game of ours has been one score. It's, and most games in the <laughs> NFL are one score, but the, the, these two teams have played this many close games. Um, they're just built similarly um, in, in certain ways, uh, and I think the defenses are both excellent. Yep. And it's going to be a fun battle. Totally agree. Well, thanks for listening and watching. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net and get ready for the big Pittsburgh win. Let's go to Heinz and beat them, baby. You're scared. It's not. I ain't scared. The Ravens are scared. <laughs> Nobody's scared. We're going to get a big win. It's not called Heinz anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Heinz, whatever it's called now.